Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week. Hold on. I actually did that. I'm going to screw this up, but I'm not going to edit it because I've gotten really fucking lazy with this show because you guys accept me for me. Um, and welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Yes, the winter is maybe coming. It sounds like snow on Friday, um, but I got out and rode. Me and I put a thing out on the Minnesota Moped Riders page. Uh, me and a few of the Minnesota guys like got out and rode. <laughs> it was funny because. I was trying to compromise. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make everybody come way over to my area in St. Paul. So like I'm used to riding 15 miles or so to any meetup. Like I'm really, I'm cool with it. I love to ride mopeds. So I'm like, okay, we'll compromise. And a guy named Kim, an old school uh, mopeder is like, he's like, yeah, let's get riding. So I tried to pick something around his area and there's a coffee shop called Peef's coffee in Minneapolis. And I just saw one and I picked it and went, goddamn idiot that I am. I fucking picked their corporate offices to meet in their fucking parking lot. And like, <laughs> it was just funny. Um, I'm totally, yeah, it was just, so uh, a few of us met up there, just kind of rode around and there's some, it, of course it's in the year. So people are having some issues with the, with their bikes here or there, but I just kind of, so I was kind of worried about that. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to see if I can blow people's bikes up and start going up hills and everything was all right. Um, I tried to get out Sunday and I broke, I broke my fast bike again. And I know I fucking broke it because I was a fucking idiot. And I was trying to be, I was trying to do stuff quick. And when you have, and everybody knows like on stock bikes, you can kind of get away with shit on faster bikes with high performance. You can't get away with shit because that's kind of what they do. They tear shit up regardless. Um, but yeah, mopeds are fascinating to me because the people we get to meet in this community. And I know a lot of us, especially I'm still very new in the scene, like three plus whatever years, but like I've had, I feel like I've had the fast forward button because like prime example, like when I was down in NOLA last weekend, uh, Mark from Raleigh, he's been in the scene for 10 years never went to shit until tampa which is fucking hilarious to me now like he's an old head but he's not an old head and he it's just funny um and i'm a new guy and i'm fucking going all over the country to moped stuff and that is where i met um our next guest i met um oh my god i'm gonna stop pause and think about this for a quarter second and get on instagram because i randy i met randy come on man <laughs> and uh, I, did i fuck the name up already oh that's right you okay I, I met him and dude i've got fucking a lot of head injuries going for me so leave me the fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's fair uh, right. uh, no dude i it, it bust my chops or not remembering your name for a quarter second um I met Randy and a friend of his, possibly in his club, Dilly at uh, Santa Fe. And like, this came out and, you know, they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to run our bikes the way they are. And I think she had a stock <laughs> sax and Absolutely, he, yeah. And Randy had a Tomos probably with a bi-turbo, I'm guessing, because that's what they do. Uh, and you were much. just got the side bleed, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I just fucking couple awesome people so i wanted to while i'm on the west coast kind of i always try to do stuff in 
groups and I'm kind of in the West Coast right now. So I want to have some that? West Coast people back on. So I'm just going to have Randy introduce himself and where he's from in his club. Yeah, what's going on? My name is Randy or Randaddy, as most people call me. Um, <laughs> let's see. I live in Long Beach now where we have our club, the Heavy Petters, MPC. Uh, we run about like, there's probably about four of us in the club officially. And we ride with about 12 people who are mostly all new. Yeah. Varying levels of, you know, having mopeds within like the last year or so. Um, so they do what they can, you know. <laughs> try to keep up on their stock bikes or learn how to clean their carb or whatever fun. <laughs> yeah yeah um so randetti um here on second chance moped podcast we go through people's moped journeys what it was like the very first time they saw a moped to like the smile ride middle part of the journey and what it's like today so randy let me ask you what is your very first memory not necessarily getting on but seeing and understanding that's a moped the very first one was a picture that my friend had shown me, my buddy Corndog, because he was trying to sell it to me. Mm. The girl mm. I was dating at the time lost her car, so she needed transportation. This was uh, probably about 2012. Okay. So I've been doing mopeds almost 10 years. Um, and I was talking to my buddy at work about it, and he was like, hey, man, I got this moped. Here's a picture of it. Doesn't run. Um, it just needs a carb cleaned <laughs> and, um, the guy that sold it to me that knows how to do all that stuff was another friend of ours. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, so I bought the bike from him. I got a good deal on it. 125 bucks for a nice yellow Vespa chow. Dude, I've got a yellow Vespa chow. As soon as I saw chow. that picture, I was like, yeah, I need that. I'm sold, dude. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It was, it wasn't that nice, but I was shocked. I never seen a moped before. I was like, that's it right there, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. What year um, was it? That was 2012. No, no. What year was the chow? Oh, oh, the chow. Gosh, I think um, 77 or 78. Okay. So did it have the sprint? Did, it was rigid in the rear, but did it have the Springer front end or the? It had the Springer rigid. front end and the Springer seat. Yes. Those seats are rad as fuck. Yeah. It was just the single speed one, not the dual mm -hmm. variator or whatever. But um. It had some sort of little, I don't know, a fuego pipe or something on it. This was a long time ago, and I had no clue what I was doing. Mm -hmm. The only thing I knew was that I was confident enough with tools to just dig into something, right? Mm -hmm. So my freaking buddy comes over. He helps me get this thing started. By, uh, we, we bought a brand new carburetor for it. The, okay. Whatever the biggest one that fits in there, the Shaw 1313 or some crap. Yeah. Shows me how to put it in there. I have no idea what we're doing, but he mostly does it all. And it fucking rips. And, like, that was the first time. That feeling of, like, fixing something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, snap, I really did that. Yeah. I don't really know what I did, but this, like, magical thing happened. And now this bike runs, right? So I'm all stoked. My girlfriend rides it. And, like, literally this bike, dude, broke down every other time you rode it. It's a moped. Of course it does. <laughs> it's a yes. moped. And, and so I'm like asking all these questions on moped army and I just keep getting wrong form, fuck face, oh. wrong form, fuck face. you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing wrong here? Or, you know, the people that would help me, you need to clean the carburetor. And I'm like, clean it. It's shining. It's brand new. Yeah. You know? So I, so I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't clean the carburetor or I would do a piss poor job. Mm -hmm. You know, I ended up buying like three of those exact same carburetors within the Ugh. first like two months. 
Yeah. Like, it's not working. Let me put a new carb on it. Oh, it works. Yeah. And it works for like two weeks. I'm like, let me try another one. <sighs> so it was just a mess, dude. But um, as soon as she got that one, I was super jealous. She was always riding it around. Of so course, they're fun, dude. Within like two or three months later, I got a Vespa Bravo. Okay. And it was pretty much the same story. As soon as I got it, I put a kit on that thing. Yep. Big pipe, big car. And it fucking broke down every single day, dude. Yeah. The wiring yeah. was bad. The taillight kept falling off and shit. It was wild. Who actually has a working taillight? I know I don't right now, but whatever. I know, right? Who needs that? <laughs> well, I guess on a stock Vespa Bravo, you do. Oh, you yeah, actually do, because otherwise they don't <laughs> run, do they? Yeah, exactly. So I had a couple times where, you know, I had to, like, use my belt to fucking just strap the whole, like, taillight housing down just to keep the bulb kind of plugged in you know <laughs> to get home classic stuff man yeah so those were your uh, first yeah. bikes um kind of learn learning the scene a little bit um yeah how did you discover moped army like that that's interesting that was it kind of organically or did people um, tell you about it yeah the guy that i bought my bike from actually the guy i bought it from i never really talked to him much but the guy that he bought it from, who was the guy that helped me, um, he, he gave me all the links, you know, told me about Treatland and Moped Army and talked to these guys and look up this, blah, blah, blah. But I really had no idea what I was doing. And, and I was spending a lot of time, you know, on Moped Army, you, you have to look up. You're like, OK, I got this Gorelli that um, it dies when it's warm. It loses spark when it's warm. What is it? And you got to end up reading like. 10 articles and somebody's like oh my motorbicane doesn't get spark when it's warm you know mm -hmm. and at the time i'd be like i don't want to read about a motorbicane i don't you yeah. know what does it have to do with my gorelli you know yeah, yeah, yeah so over the years i've started to learn like oh that thing that i was reading in some other comment section about some other who the hell knows what and now it applies to this other freaking bike i have mm -hmm. yeah but at the time i was riding in the suburbs and i was alone dude i didn't know anybody else that had a bike one time i ran into another dude trevor yee shout out trevor yee um riding and he saw how shitty my bike was i don't think he ever wanted to hang out with me again after that <laughs> he was like yeah you could try to come out to the rides but you're not gonna be able to keep up so you know good luck so, <laughs> where what clubs were out there at that time early on in your there really wasn't very many i grew up in a place called corona which um, I just listened to your episode with Joe Pegg. He's from Norco, which is North Corona. Okay. Didn't know that. What up? Shout out Joe Pegg. Um, but, you know, there was really nobody around. There was probably a club in L.A., but I didn't really have a car that I could move my bikes around in, like, very comfortably or whatever. I would, I would mm -hmm. always end up, like, breaking a cable or some crap. Um, so it was pretty much just me for a while. I tried to get my friends into it, and nobody was interested. I broke up with that girl, so I didn't want to ride with her. Yeah. And then did you get like the bike hoarded... back? No, she hoarded the bike for years, dude. <sighs> and it was like rotting away in her barn in the backyard. And I actually ended up just getting it back from her like a year ago. Yeah. So good. What up? Finally got that bike back, got it running good. Nice. And so now I've been out here in Long Beach trying to build up this club, right? Selling bikes to all these new people. Mm -hmm. Um, so I sold it to somebody, this girl, Ashley. What up, Ashley? Shout out. Um, and she had it for about three weeks and it got fucking stolen. Yeah. All dude, these I, new I people, saw they that don't understand. Post. Yep. They just knew people don't understand that like this shit is thief candy, you know? 
And Long yeah. Beach has a lot of people out at all hours of the night going, and they'll go in your backyard. They'll look in your garage. They go through shit, man. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, like I've gotten such dumb lucky. I've gotten dumb luck with like not getting bikes stolen. Like there's people over in Minneapolis, they lock their bikes to benches and everything else. I'm across the river. Fuck, I'll leave a bike outside half the time. Like I just <laughs> That's what I heard. I just heard one of your episodes where you said you like left it like right in front of the garage door yeah. and shit all night. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, oh no, that would be gone. Yeah. Uh, I even I was a little surprised on that. I mean, I don't want I don't want chance fate like that too often, but um although for some reason, even though I know that theft is so bad here in Long Beach, every time we go anywhere with like the gang, they're yeah. like, should we lock up? I'm like, nah, fuck it, let's just go inside. Yeah. They're all locking their bikes up, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a beer. I don't whatever. That's what isn't that so weird how like I don't lock my bike up when I I used to be very paranoid about that, especially early on. Like I go into a coffee shop, I have to lock it up. Now I'm just like, hey, yeah. whatever. Even if I can't especially see if you're it, in a group. Like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Plus, you with your bike, you'd freaking know if somebody was trying to fire that thing up. Yeah, they're not firing my bikes up because there's <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's there's stupid little tricks to them to fire my bikes know, up. Right? You gotta fucking uh, stand on your head and do this. The pedals don't even work anyways. Like <laughs> yeah. you're not starting my bike. It's all good. <laughs> um, so you're in Long Beach now. And what what was like you said you've been in, you got a moped 10 years ago. Have you had mopeds this whole time? And like, did you yeah. purposely move because of mopeds or like what was your first real interaction with a moped scene, if you will? You said you talked to, you talked, you touched on it briefly, like you kind of knew some people, but like, what was the first time you really got in with a group of people or just even was, went to like a big ride? So the very first time that I ever met any other moped person, besides like the person I bought the bike from and this one random dude that I never saw again, mm-hmm. um, was at the Goatheads rally. Okay. So I've been playing mopeds for like almost 10 years. Oh, wow. Just by myself. My Some of my friends got bikes and then sold them to me, you know, um, when they moved away or whatever. But up until that point, I had never met anybody else. I know a bunch of fucking people from the internet, MySpace or whatever the hell it is these days. <laughs> and, um, you know, so like when I went to the Go Ahead Rally, I was like, oh, I know a lot of these people. I've talked to people over the years and shooting yeah. shit about bikes and stuff, but just never had a chance to get out and ride. Yeah, yeah. Why. Is- that's what i can't wait because i really think things are going to kind of open up even more next year yeah. and we're going to be together more and more like for sure i i told myself it was funny at the beginning of 2020 i was like um i had just moved to long beach and i think there was like a rally in la the year before or something yeah and i think i was living in long beach and people were hitting me up but i didn't go i was just like awkward nervous and I don't know. Yeah. So I just didn't end up going and like I was beating myself up over it. So I told myself 2020 is the year I'm getting out. I'm meeting all these people. <laughs> I'm hitting five fucking rallies at least, dude. It's going down. Yeah. And um, that didn't actually end up happening. No. Bummer. No, so <laughs> instead I spent 2020 just like buying up every bike I could and flipping them and building my own scene, you know? Yeah, dude. That's, cool. that's fucking rad. Um. I had something in my head I was going to ask you. I ran into a guy, I forget, he, I guess there used to be a, C, a club called the Knuckleheads or something out in Long Beach oh, back yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah. What did you meet? Um, James Culver out there at Moped GP. Midwest. Yeah. 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 I talked to him for a brief moment. Like he's, 
and I'm going to throw shade on because I don't care. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get out and ride with those guys. Sounds like he hasn't yet. So whatever. Like, oh, he has. Oh, good, has. James. Now I'm the asshole. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you are the asshole. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, um, James Culver's <laughs> awesome. He's the fucking man. He is but, super um, fucking recently, nice. I had never met him. Yeah. He, like, I guess he was running into a lot of people from our club yeah. who are super new, right? James is like so knowledgeable. He's building these fast race bikes and stuff. Yep. And he's coming up to this person that's had a bike for two months and he's like, oh man, what kind of car is that? What's the price? <laughs> and they're like, I think it's a Vespa Chow. Like, I don't know. You know, when they would always say, I got it from Randy. You got to find my friend Randy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So me and James kind of knew about each other back and forth. But uh, so I was waiting for it to happen organically. It finally did. We ran into each other and now we're homies. We wrench all together all the time and ride. Hey. It's cool. Yeah, dude, he's such a fucking knowledgeable and smart fucking yeah. guy. And I, I love that guy. He <laughs> so, like me and him chit chatted for a bit at Moped GP Midwest. And like I said, super, super nice guy. And um, you can give him shit that I try to give him shit. Like the old, some of the old moped heads just have disappointed me lately. That's all I'll say. Oh, you know, no. Just people, well, just people talking and never delivering type of deal oh, and i'm cute. so fucking happy james did so happy oh yeah did. yeah totally um, um he comes and rides with us pretty often we have like we try to do like a monthly group ride nice you know dude. or like we, we do group rides all the time but we try to do one monthly one where we invite like everybody out from mm-hmm. la or san diego or whatever and james has been coming to those he's been taking me on some of the old knucklehead routes right you on know, secret rides around town and stuff so it's been pretty cool I've been sharing that with my club members and stuff it's rad yeah it's been a really yeah. good time um he's like um such a funny guy i don't know if you get the chance to talk to him but we're both like really high energy kind of mm-hmm. space cadets you know all out there <laughs> i freaking saw him riding down the street the other day we're like um bend over fixing somebody's bike that was broken down uh-huh. and he comes ripping by and you know you, know, you hear the sound of a two-stroke and you're like huh what what is yeah. that is that a weed whacker or is that my friend yeah, yeah. And sure enough, it's James, and he's like, doesn't see us. We're waving him down in the street and shit. And so he finally pulls over and he's like, oh man, I was driving so fast behind that car and like the dust particles in the air. It was beautiful. Dude, I didn't notice you guys because I was just looking at the way they were, they were shimmering in the air. Like, oh, fuck. I just love James so much. He's the nicest yeah. guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, he, I, I feel like shit because there's a skater who was um, really famous in the early days of like, pro skate and james reminds me so much of him just the way Mm. how fast of a talker (laughs) he is but how mellow he is like his tone is so fucking mellow at the same time like me i can be a fast talker but then i get louder like james just stays low-key it's like (laughs) you are a beautiful fucking man like oh funny dude yeah um and i was gonna say like you talk about that hot dog party that's the whole reason why i went to nola last weekend because like i i had people like a couple years ago saying um you should come down and i was like eh, i'll get the next one well then there wasn't the next one and yeah i cannot recommend i love that city like i fell in love with that city like they're just yeah there's just such a dirt and grit to it dude like it's just for sure I like yeah, that. Fucking beautiful. Beautiful. Um, so the Goatheads was your first rally ever. That's um yeah. that's that was fucking... my first time riding with anybody that had a bike that was anywhere like near as fast as mine. Mm-hmm. My Tomos goes like maybe 48, 
yeah, top speed, and nobody in my club can keep up with that. It's pretty funny. So being there, I was like, damn, there yeah. actually are fast mopeds out there. I had no idea. <laughs> and that's and I understand, and that's such a interesting deal, like because you branching out in the time you did branch out in mopeds. Um, Rona's got this whole scene really kind of crazy, if you will. It's just interesting. Um, so I'm trying to think now. Uh, what was your decision to even go out to? Like you said, you may, okay, there's something, goat heads. How, A, how long had you planned to go out? B, how'd you get your friend, club mate, whatever to come out? Like she was hilarious, just the way she was absorbing everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was my friend, Allie Dill. First of all, yeah. shout out Allie Dill. Yeah. Dill is her last name. I always call her Dill or Dillison. Yeah, that's how so, I knew her as Dill. She's super yeah. nice person. She gets introduced as like a five different names, so I just might throw them all out there <laughs> interchangeably. <laughs> um, so let's see, how did I end up going out there? Well, I made that decision in 2020 to start going to rallies, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't work out, but I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I'm doing it as soon as I can. And we were, I was talking to Dill about going to Blood Drive in Seattle. Mm-hmm just like randomly shot her a text of like, I don't know, the calendar on Moped Army. She was like, oh yeah, I think I can make those days. That would be super fun. And we talked about it and then the blood drive didn't happen. It got pushed back to next year. But I think that uh, the Goatheads rally was like pretty close to the dates that it was supposed to be, like maybe within a month or so. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, Dill, what do you think about like just going out to Santa Fe to ride? She was like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care, whatever. Yeah. She's just like this super like punk, like, I don't know. She just like totally defines Long Beach. If you ask me okay. like Long Beach, as soon as I met her, I was like, oh, this person would like mopeds. She'd yeah. be perfect for it. And she totally is. dude. She's like been my like one of the people that's always been pushing me to start this club um, and, you know, do the damn thing, get more people into it, like finding people that would be interested in stuff. So shout out Allie Deal. She's the best, man. Yeah, yeah. Didn't she get a hobbit recently or something? Or you get she a did. Hob- she just got a hobbit, yep. Yeah, dude. That so she's probably had up. a bike for a year and she's been like obsessively looking on Craigslist for a second bike. Yeah. Like more than me. She sends me stuff that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> and finally she found this deal for like two bikes for like five hundred bucks. That's a good deal, especially West perfect Coast. Dude. Condition. Yeah, exactly. So we split the cost. I went and picked them up, and so we've been fixing up that hobbit for her, mm-hmm. getting ready to rip. Uh, what was the other bike you picked up? Um, it's this Motivacane 50V. Nothing really special, but um, just needed the carb clean and it worked. Nice. Um, it had, oh, you know what? It had like the long bendy intake on it with, you know anything about Motivacane? Not enough just to sell them as soon as I get them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, you could put like the 1515 Del Oro chalk mm-hmm. carb on there and um, but if you leave the old intake, when the thing variates, it hits the frame and like either pushes the carb off or just doesn't go very fast or whatever. No. So it was like that. I had an extra intake laying around. I just slapped that on there. Freaking rips. It goes like 32 miles an hour. So I just sold it off to one of the guys in our club. Wanted nice. a bike for his girlfriend. So now she rides. Dude, that's fucking rad. Um, just, yeah. yeah. Keep The problem is like I buy bikes and like I'm slow at turning stuff around. Like I have, I yeah. bought a, I, I bought a, I got lucky because he got kind of sick, but I bought a Hobbit 
because hoarder Eric sent me a just it was stupid good price on a Hobbit. And I just told the guy, is this still available? Went and picked it up. And then Matt had been looking for one. I'm like, I got one. Well, now he's battling vertigo right now. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't need to really push to get this done right sure. now. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, he goes, I, was- I still want it when I get this vertigo shit figured out. I'm like, okay, sure. dude. You know, I've kind of been the same way too. During the last year, I've been like flip. I, I call it flipping, but honestly, like, I'm definitely not a flipper. I don't make yeah. any money off the bikes I fix up. I sell them back yeah. to my friends for the same price I got them, plus parts or whatever. Yeah. So, and no, it's a labor of love, is, like, as it always is with mopeds. You know. Yeah. And the thing about it is, if even if you make fifty or hundred bucks, like that's not flipping in my opinion because you got your yeah. time, you got yeah, gas, exactly. you got everything. It's like, dude, sure. you're. I mean, some people make an exorbitant amount. Good for them. Yeah. Rock and roll, dude. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm never going to make money off mopeds. And I've kind of yeah, conceded sure. that fact. So, and I was like, you know, I just want somebody to ride with at this point. So I don't need to make money off it. I'm like, I'm making friends here. Let's do this. That's uh, so rad. Yeah. So I think I've probably done up like 25 bikes over the last year. Holy shit, dude. You are yeah. fucking moving. I know. And most of them I've done like a full, not a full like engine rebuild, but like the whole tune up and everything. Yeah, um, but still, but even that the fact bike, that you I got them in your shop and because... turned them around, like that's yeah. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. When you say shop, I'm sure um, if you saw what I was working with, you'd not call it that. It was... The single car garage stacked with like 15 bikes in there at least. Oh, it's a shit show. Well, dude, okay. Like, uh, and I'm going to go against Jay Kane. Anything can be a shop because yeah. <laughs> you guys hear me talk about my go-kart racing here and there. The guy who was like an, another mentor to me after my dad passed, his name was Ray Forsyth. He had a tuck under garage. Ray raced sprint cars and modifieds back in the fifties and sixties before roll cages out of that garage. He used to win. He won so many times at one racetrack. The promoter asked him to stop coming back. Um, yeah, Ray was Ray was fucking Ray was a character to say the least. And like we won so so many indoor races, like go-kart racing, because I'd I'd never have my stuff ready. And he called me up. He's like, Well, do you want to go here and you want to go there? Cause again, I'm washed up, never was. I'm like, okay. And like I'd always win, like I won Fargo Dome, I won um the Unidome down and down in Des Moines. Like I just win these stupid amount of money for him because like i was i'd get like a hundred bucks and ray would take the prize money but whatever and but when it come to nationals i couldn't do anything i i was just dealing with the shoulder injury at the gym from down in louisiana that was fucking nuts um and there i go rambling about co-karts again next we're going to talk about wrestling this podcast will be complete um but yeah a shop can be anything dude like yeah a shop is a yeah shop. you're right it's true i should not be talking shit on my shop we call it the heavy shed because we're the heavy petters right dude heavy it's shedders. a shed then rock and roll is it um, exactly are you an apartment or a house an apartment okay so is it like oh, yeah. right under your apartment or how um no it's like behind so there's like a front house like a big giant front house and a long garage or like a driveway mm-hmm. and then there's like four garages in the back oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah and i have one little garage door and Otherwise, my neighbors usually park in the other ones. <laughs> it's pretty uh, cool. I get to meet all my neighbors and hang out and talk to them and stuff. It's nice. Hell yeah, dude. How's the lighting <laughs> in there? 
Um, it's terrible, but it's a big old giant flip up door. And I normally pull my bike that I'm working on, like out to the front and yeah. kind of just like outside working on it. So it's pretty cool. Dude, I'm it's pretty firm, cool. I'm, I'm a firm believer in those led linkable lights. You can get a cost. Yeah. I'm going to start getting something like that in there, especially with winter coming up. And I'm going to want, want to be working the door <laughs> down and stuff. Do you, you guys, you guys just have dark, <laughs> you don't have winter. Yeah, well, you know, that's what I meant. Winter. Relatively speaking. But yeah, yeah dude, it's supposed to be um 82 degrees. Uh, right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, I feel um, you, buddy. <laughs> Goddamn ancestors fucking moving here thinking it was Norway still. No. Such a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It was bad idea. I, move I, out can't here. Leave. I support it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to talk to you about next? What is the dumbest thing you've done in mopeds besides get into mopeds? Yeah, I was gonna say buy one, and then buy another one, and then buy another one. Um, let's see, the dumbest thing I've done in mopeds. Fuck, I know a bunch of dumb stuff. Exactly. Um, <laughs> dude, one time I just got my bike stolen for such a stupid reason. We were like riding home from fucking somewhere. Oh, we were going along the like this river trail that goes from like the beach all the way to my suburb hometown it's probably like 30 miles and we stopped at this freaking liquor store like halfway along the way it's the only spot that's right on the bike trail and we parked our bikes inside like the parking lot of the place mm-hmm. and we went inside and got a beer and then we, like walked around the wall and we're freaking drinking a tall can back there yeah and finished the tall can when i walked back my bike was gone oh. it was like 10 minutes that i was just and I was standing like literally two feet away from it, away from oh. it, but just like on the other side of the wall. Yeah. Somebody freaking hopped on it and just pedaled it away. That's pretty Bastard. stupid. Bastard. Yep. Um, what I is call my dad to come pick me up in the middle of the night like a nerd? Oh man, dad, can you come get me, dude? <laughs> dude. Um, what's the dumbest repair you've ever done? Like dumb isn't like you really you can't believe it broke or you can't believe you couldn't figure it out or dumb that you can't believe you actually fixed it. Well, freak, like I said, dude, I did the like ultimate noob thing when the first time somebody told me to clean my carb, I popped that sucker off there and made it shine, buddy. <laughs> the of that thing was brand new. I never yeah, popped yeah. it open. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know what's inside that thing, but man, I'm telling you, it's clean. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like, clean I, the carb again. I'm like, trust me, it's clean, man. I took carb cleaner too. Don't you <laughs> yeah. worry. You can freaking see yourself in it, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's that that's dumb. always. I love it when people tell like when people tell me my car, my bike isn't running right. Well, how long's it been sitting? Twenty years. Uh, yeah. Did you, cl- oh, weird. Did you clean the carb? Oh, oh I cleaned it, it. Oh, I cleaned yeah, it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, buddy. Jesus I was Christ. looking at my like old moped army posts and you know the very first one and then like two years later I, I asked something about cleaning a carb and then I was like oh man the, the idea just came to me to put a, a piece of wire through the jet oh wow clean it. Yeah. And I was like what the fuck was I doing for those two years before how was I cleaning a carb without doing that <laughs> no wonder my bike's in a run no wonder I keep having to buy a brand new carburetor every month yeah, yeah. I, I didn't Oofy. change filter inline filters. No, or, sure. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, what the heck, man? What but that's what your... happens to you when you don't have a moped scene, right? You got like nobody to show you. Mm-hmm. 
And did you come from like your family? Was there like a mechanical background to you at all? Yeah, sure. My, my dad's real good with tools and he, he has a bunch of tools and stuff like that. So when I was living at home, that was nice, but he only knows about cars and stuff. Yeah. Right. So I'd have him out in the garage asking him something about mopeds and he's like, I don't know what the heck. And so he tried to help me with something, but it would be a car guy fix, not a moped yeah. fix. Yeah, yeah. You know, one time I, I was off-roading with my Bravo and I crashed it. I just wiped out and went down mm-hmm. um, in the hills behind my house. And when I'm riding home, I could feel the engine is like twisting, torquing mm-hmm. because the subframe had cracked or something yep. somewhere in there. I don't even remember what it was. It was a long time ago and I didn't know what the hell was what. But my dad just freaking helped me put this big old chunk of aluminum in between there and just weld the shit up. And <laughs> and uh, I realize now that like, dude, the subframe was all stretched out and twisted and like rubbing against the variator in front. Yeah. But, you know, it probably would have worked for a car for old yeah. fucking Ford Bronco <laughs> that he worked on. But I'm like, dude, she's going to be those old bikes. Those first two bikes I had, I'm like, oh, where Bravo, are they? I don't know where the hell it is in the world. It's probably trash now. I was gonna say, do you know where they are now? Actually, I do. I do know where they are. I still have. Well, I sold the chow to that girl, and yep. she got it stolen, and then oh. we got it back. We recovered it. So now, how did it. how did that happen? Like, because like people never recover stolen mopeds, like ever. Yeah. Um, her bike got stolen on the same day as another guy in Long Beach got mm-hmm. four mopeds stolen from him. Yeah. So I met this dude just saw on the internet, whatever, like, Oh, bummer for you. Bummer for you. Okay, cool. Um, and then one day he just randomly texted me. He's like, Hey, is this your friend's chow? Yeah. And it was like this ugly thing, spray painted black, red side covers when it was nice. like a yellow bike with yeah. white side covers and stuff. Oh. And I had seen the ad for it. It was 800 bucks. doesn't run. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, gross. I'm not going to buy that. Like what the fuck? And I just ignored it. But mm-hmm. then he sent me the thing and he's like, Look at the freaking electrical tape on the grip. It's the same electrical tape. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, it is. And look right there, you could see a little bit of yellow. Yeah. Right? Where the overspray didn't get. So sure enough, I'm like, it's the same moped. Try to get the cops involved because it was registered to my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so they were like, okay, so this girl named Ashley filled out the police report for the stolen moped this guy named randy is trying to <laughs> claim that it's his and get it back but it's registered to emily and the cops were parked across the street from the guy's house yeah i, I had had a conversation with him i was going to meet up with him i could see the cops right there and i'm talking to the guys on the phone yeah and they were like all right man it, this is too much we're not gonna help you sorry and they fucking drove off dude. Um, yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just left so now i'm standing outside this guy's house and he's about to bring me the bike so whatever long story short i didn't get it but the next day i got a bunch of homies together we all showed up to the front of his house and like just took it yeah yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> like um i went over i was like let me try to pedal start it one more time i'm just gonna test ride it up and down the block yeah and he lived next to a parking lot so i just turned the corner into the parking lot threw it in the back of the truck and we were gone you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, did sorry the, dude did the guy ever try to call you back or <laughs> dude he called me like 30 minutes later he was like hey man are you coming back i was like where the fuck did he think i was for that long yeah, what the dude, heck? Like, you wait uh, yeah but i was just like hey dude like this is my moped it's registered under my name you're in possession of stolen property like 
if you want to get it back, call the cops. I don't care. Like, good luck. Yeah. They didn't help me, and I got the registration for it. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. He was like, oh, dude, I I just bought it. I just want to get some money back. Or, you know, I was going to return it and get the reward money. Like, Shut up. You missed your chance. <laughs> the, uh, that shit makes me happy. I love shady yeah. moped stories. Right? <laughs> dude, it was driving me nuts when I went to go, like, check it out, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, this is one of these uh, Vespa poops, right? Nice oh, Vespa poop. Yes, it and is a like, Vespa poop. Dude, the guy spins the wheel, and it's just spinning endlessly, right? He's like, yeah. look at how good quality it is. These things will spin forever. I was like, I fucking packed those bearings, dude. Don't tell me how good that wheel is. <laughs> I know, motherfucker. I know. <laughs> I was like so hyped. We're just trying to be like, oh, yeah, cool. Cool poop yeah. moped. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's interested. A good, that's a good pooch you got there, buddy. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty um, funny. So we got that one back. It was cool. <laughs> um, How long... You said, like, what's the fastest you've ever gone on a moped? You said you were, like, um, around 48. Like, GPS... Yeah, legit. my almost probably... Um, I have no idea. I've never GPSed it. Okay. I've GPSed it at 48. It yeah. used to be a bit faster, like, when it was freshly kitted and I was living in my hometown now that i live right at the beach it's not it's not yeah. it's tuned all right but i just don't care that much no and that's Too busy and, with all my other bikes <laughs> no like the thing that's a sickness i have like i i i'm just fucking stupid when it comes i've got my normal dr hobbit that i had out at santa fe that'll just right you know it'll chill at like 55 how fast does that thing go that 55? dr one like when i actually got it tuned right on a decent air level it'll chill at like 55 um nice. my my metric kit hobbit before i was having issues like out in the country if i was going out to my sister's she lives in a suburb called lake elmo but it's like out you kind of have to go out in the country to get to it and like i did 65 multiple times mm. and like Nice. Yeah, dude. Edge of the lightning bolt, man. It's fucking there is things. nowhere around here that you could take a moped that fast. Yep. And like yeah, within like a hundred miles, there's nowhere that's just has like that long of an open stretch of road. All you need is like two it's, miles. That's all you need. There's two nowhere mile. that has that. There's lights, there's red lights everywhere. <laughs> I live so deep in the city, it's insane, you know? Yeah. So and that's um and, <clears throat> and it's weird too because I've never had um, like a friend with a fast bike, right? You almost mm-hmm. have to have a competition, try to get your thing going faster than the other, yeah. right? My bike's like so fast compared to everybody else's. No offense, sorry guys, but I know they're gonna listen. But well, it's like, tell them to fucking stop. <laughs> why am I gonna try up? to tune it and get the last two miles an hour out of it when I'm like, yeah, I might tell as well just get a bot of this and try to make that faster than their little poop, you know? Dude, but I still, <laughs> if I. I want to fucking get a bad of this because everybody talks so much shit about them. And it's like, I fucking want to make them go fast, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I've got I, my, my new pet projects. This winter is a couple of Vespas. I got to go get. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I go make a road trip uh, over Thanksgiving. I think I'm going to go get them down in Memphis. Maybe. Um, yeah. It's, it's, You're doing you know, it, huh? well, it's very, Actually, the Chow single speed, and there's some for some reason those Chow, those single speed Chows are just stupid fun. Like, I've got a yeah, way fun, dude. <laughs> I, I got oh, a yeah. 73 dude, and that thing goes like maybe 27. 
And it's like nice, yeah. It's the fat. It's the most <laughs> fun on a twenty-seven mile an hour bike that I can have. It just absolutely. Does it have the Springer seat and the forks too? Uh it's got. It's the from my little bit of research I've done. It's the base model, so it has rigid forks. Oh, that's right. I heard you talking about that. It's and totally then rigid, it's huh? got that. It's got that Springer seat. That seat is fucking legit, and it's clean. There's no rips, so goofy, no tears. Man. Yeah, dude. Uh, you look under it, and it's like all these like coils and everything like mm-hmm. for this one it's just like what the f- i dig it like but that's yeah. why i like the 78 hobbit seat so much because it's a it's like a bicycle spring seat so like you just get all this cushioning versus oh, like yeah. the long ones the long hobbit seats like it's like sitting on a fucking brick yeah i don't think i've seen the long hobbit seat uh you go there's not a lot seven, of hobbits out here man on 79s on up they're like a longer seat oh yeah 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 um and one thing i did finally so i got my baker's bike that i've finally forgiven and i'm actually gonna get going um as soon as i get some more i'm looking for a cylinder to put that all back together but i said screw it on this last treats um sale and i got those eg ergo those expensive shocks like the 150 dollar ones they're worth every goddamn penny. Like oh, yeah? I, I would much like rather. That. I would much rather if you want a comfortable ride. Personally, I would rather go with those versus um hydros like the EBR hydro forks. Like oh really? Yeah, it was like Is riding much on of a difference though. Oh, it was like riding on glass. I mean, it was just smooth. Like aren't dude? Oh, 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 like flat glass, not like like just glass. smooth. Everything okay. about it, it was just <laughs> it was chill. Like I was, I was surprisingly surprised with how much of a difference they made. Like because I had the fifty dollar coilovers that you can get, and yeah, they are what they are. But like those Ergo Boost, whatever they are, the <laughs> yeah, they're fucking awesome. Love them. Um, so with 2021 kind of ended up, what's some of the things you guys want to do for 2022? Are you going to try to hold like a big California day ride? See who all pops up? Uh, yeah, we'll see. We keep throwing these monthly rides and they keep getting bigger and bigger. So are you thinking about maybe like... stepping it up to like every other week? Um. I think that's Probably yeah, not. because you did you kind of didn't think about it. like dude, we ride and well, granny, well you the guys... thing is that we we ride so much mm-hmm. because almost everybody in our club, like where we live, we're all within maybe two miles of each other. Mm-hmm. So like we all just ride to each other's houses here and there. Most like a lot of people in our club ride to work. They yep. solely use mopeds for transportation and stuff. So a lot of our rides are like impromptu, you know. We're just hanging yeah. out, and there's like, oh, there's six or seven of us. Dude, that's fucking right. Now rad. it's a ride, you know. So we don't yeah. really have like a set weekly thing. I don't know. So we try to do it once a month. No, dude, that's fucking really rad. You guys have that community going for you. Like, um, Minnesota, like the big ride night is Thursdays, and like people turn out for it. Like, I mean, it's sometimes it's can be difficult to get some other. Like, there's the four or five people that are always down to ride. Like. Lee Pinkerton, Jay King, Cam, like yeah. those guys are always down to ride, but like Thursdays, people are always showing up for them. Um, every Thursday? Yeah, every Thursday, why it's like basically above 60 oh, degrees. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's not even like a thing out here. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, fuck you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Although, man, it gets pretty chilly at night. It was like 50 degrees last night. Dude, yeah. dude dude i get Gloves, it it's all windbreaker no i'm just kidding <laughs> well it's all relative is the thing about it i totally get that aspect of it because you know when it's 90 degrees in minnesota and then it jumps down to 70 damn right we all have our hoodies on like yeah you, just, you get oh, used hoodies? to Jeez. yeah you get used to what you used to man it's I'm sure. Not, yeah it's I'm, true it's true um so Wait, do you ever get used to that winter Fuck no. no. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you lie to yourself a little better every year about it. But I keep on telling everybody I don't know how much longer I have left in Minnesota just because my body hurts. Like, dude, like the weather's turning and my leg hurts. And now my back's starting to hurt. And I'm just like, you just get all locked up. And hell yeah. Dude. I hear you. Well, let me extend this uh, invitation to you and also anybody else out there listening. Long Beach, it's always warm out here and we always got bikes. So freaking come on out. If Dude, you want to ride like a super slow and... stalker, come mm-hmm. out here and ride that stock bot of his, buddy. You're going to love it. Fuck yeah, dude. 28 miles an hour, just screaming, dude. Dude, you know, I <laughs> I was showing this summer that like a stock bike can be fun as fuck to ride. Ryan, who builds crank pipes, him and I fucking ripped some stock Gorellis all over Milwaukee one day. And oh, yeah? Just, right. Dude, that guy, I love riding with that guy. He's sitting there jumping manhole covers. Like it was just fucking, <laughs> yeah. it was fucking nuts. Um, yeah, dude, fuck, watch out. Come February, March, I might be hitting you up. What come are on. you doing this weekend? I need to come out and fucking dethon and go ride stock bikes. Go see Perfect. the beach. Yeah, we got a couple fast bikes too. I might let you borrow a fast bike, but ah, dude, I'll ride stock. I don't. That's a that's a running <laughs> joke. Like, I never ask anybody for their fast bikes. Like, I've been blessed with loners around the country and i'm so grateful for mark and conan and i'm trying to think who else have given me like thomas at rva who's given like anybody who's given me a loaner so i can mm-hmm. ride in your city thank you guys so much i am so i'm a dork who was bored and who started a podcast like that's right. kind of what happened with me um Definitely. yeah dude i'll fucking watch out i'll call you on that <laughs> shit like i tell like I was telling Eric and Mono, like, dude, don't extend an invitation to me unless you want me to actually right. show up because my ass will show up. Um, Come on then. Fuck yeah, dude. Watch out. <laughs> I'm, That's my next plan, dude. I plan on freaking just like going to as many rallies as I can, probably yeah. even flying like to a bunch of East Coast ones and stuff and just like being like, yo, can I help? Can yeah. I drive Chase? Like yep. I can't bring a bike out because we live in such like a far corner. Uh-huh. Even the Go Head rally was a pain in the ass to get to. So, I think that's my limit, dude. Twenty chill, hours dude. is twenty hours is most I'll drive. Yeah, like because Richmond's yeah. twenty hours. Goathead was right about twenty hours. Like that range. Like I'm good at if it's so like California stuff like that. I'll come out there. I'll hang out. Whatever, dude. If I get a bike, rock and roll. Like Seattle, Portland, Perfect. come fly. All that. I'll come. I'll come out. But I don't. I'm not driving. <laughs> you going to the uh, Nashville rally next year? I think so. It all depends. Like I gotta see, I gotta see what my work schedule is like. I gotta see what the Baker schedule is gonna be like because I'm gonna do Baker's next oh, yeah. year for sure. Um, but like, and this new job is so fucking rad. I am. I cannot stress to people how much happier I am and less bitter I am becoming because like 
I did not realize how much my old job was fucking just grinding me into a fucking asshole. Well, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's dude. cool that they're like, um, you know, pretty lenient with their schedule and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, you know, get your Doesn't forty. Be any better than that? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's exactly how my job is. I work um, three twelves. Oh, rock and roll, dude! So I get lots of time off. It's nice. Yeah. Um, think we covered a lot of what I want to cover. Um, so this is something that fascinates me, and you're kind of maybe removed from this aspectless scene. It doesn't seem like a lot of clubs in California really care to be MAO official. Is that anything you guys would look to be getting into at any point, or are you just kind of still kind of still just doing your thing and not worrying about any of that right now? Definitely the latter at this point, <laughs> you know, it would be, I don't know. It might be cool to be MA official. I don't really care one way or the other, to be honest. Uh-huh. And like, since everybody in my scene, like is so far removed from the MA moped scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I have been kind of interested to see like what, what my scene is doing without nobody in my scene even has like a moped army account okay right so it's like what do these people do when they've never even heard of like a rally yeah right or you know they don't know that everybody wears cuts everybody gets like their cool little jean jacket you know yeah or whatever the fuck it is right so i'm I'm interested to see like what what the people in my club will start doing um separate of that and since almost none of them know how to work on their bikes (laughs) you know by themselves mm-hmm. uh we're nowhere near moped army official yeah we're just no. a bunch of dorks with mopeds mm-hmm. uh. oh dude Fucking, <laughs> i'm the biggest dork i know um one thing that i i can't shout out enough two video series that the one that really taught me about mopeds was travis tutorial and mm-hmm. uh on maze right now is killing it just yeah maze is a really good teacher like maze that's I a corn ped yeah yeah uh he lives yep. like a couple miles from me because like oh, him no and way. him he taught me a lot in early mopeds and i will always be grateful for Maze, just for how kind he was and how patient he was with me because i was awesome. that and i still am that ball of energy like let's go right let's go to yeah. and like Maze always got back to me on all my questions and I will ever be in debt for that. Um, so cool. yeah, when he comes to a good teacher, Maze is it. Yeah. Um, I, um, I just got a couple of the guys in my club, um, maxis, right? So they got E fifties mm-hmm. and they're, they're both rebuilding them at the same time right now. And it was pretty funny. I was looking over one of their shoulders the other day and I saw he was watching a Travis tutorial video. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> something's rubbing off on them right like yeah he's out here on his own time watching i don't know how to rebuild an e50 or some crap <laughs> dude that's fucking awesome because cool. i get it to really enjoy something but you're kind of nervous if they just like your your passion for it or if they're passionate for it yeah exactly right yeah because you see that happen a lot with certain moped scenes like it was the one person and there that one person goes away and it all kind of yeah. fizzles out but yeah mm-hmm. dude fucking you're doing you're killing it out there my guy like that's awesome that's going um i yeah there's so many people how far are you guys from like 
LA then. Like I am dumb when it comes to geography. <laughs> and I'm yeah. as you as you heard me purposely giving the goathead shit all weekend, like saying I was in the wrong <laughs> yeah. state. That oh was intentional. Utah's beautiful. Fucking Utah's yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> Although you really did think that that was Las Vegas, Nevada, which is dude, crazy. I didn't fucking know. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> Come on, dude. It was pretty far away. Fuck. But all right, okay. Maybe you have better vision than me. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I didn't know there's uh, two see. Las Vegases until like, yeah. So <laughs> stop judging. Yeah, me, you, you should it. know. You should know New Mexico, dude. They freaking just name their cities whatever the hell they feel like. It. Yeah. It doesn't matter, dude. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know what what the hell was your question. Um, uh, I don't even know anymore. It was something. something like oh, pesos. Yes. Um, no, it was how far are you guys from like L.A. or um. Oh yeah, LA. Um, we're actually pretty close. We're in like the furthest south part of LA County. Okay. So we're probably, you know, where is LA? There's a whole bunch of LA. Uh, you, um, east East Lo- East Los. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that place for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um East LA. Uh, you know, it's like right around like, the El Chupacabres and all that, David and yeah, all those guys. To get to those guys, it's probably like an hour drive in a car. Okay. Depending on traffic, could be like two hours. But, dude, to get there on a moped would probably take, like, eight hours or something. Oh, wow. No, I have no idea. But there's really not, like, <laughs> a very direct route to get there. Okay. And you would just have to take, like, surface streets for freaking 45 or 50 miles or whatever it is, you know? And that might take forever with all the lights and stuff out here. Yeah, yeah. So, I honestly, don't know. Maybe you could take, like, PCH or... I Looks like you got to figure out a route for us then, kid. I want to get some burritos out there. Yeah, I mean, what to ride to LA from Long Beach? Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure they got good burritos oh, in Long Beach. Like I grew up in, I tell people all the time, like I've had a lot of good Mexican in my life. I, I grew up in Medelia, Minnesota. Marama Lopez in the trailer park, dude. That lady fucking tore it up for me. I loved it. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, dude, yeah. We a lot of migrant workers where I grew up. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Oh, fucking loved it. Um. So, dude, you got me all jazzed to go to California again now. Now I got to fucking... Come on. Yeah. Put your toes in the sand any day you want. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, Just get out there and fucking me in that sunshine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, I think... Yeah, I think we're kind of wrapping it up because all I'm doing is fucking talking about me now and not talking about you enough. Um, So... You're talking about doing more rides, um, get the more stuff, trying to get to some East Coast stuff. Um, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. So is there anything else you wanted to chit chat more about? I always feel weird. I've never good at signing off. Like, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Randy, <laughs> um, I just hit the vape and then I got fucking <coughs> cough, bro. It happens. Um, it does happen. <clears throat> but is there any more moped stuff? You any questions or anything like that? Um, no, I got no questions, man. I'm just chilling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll chat. What with about you, from- you? What are you planning on doing next year? There's Fuck a question. Ah, uh, I gotta figure out what the hell I'm doing in life, and so I mean, uh, mopeds. Yeah, <laughs> basically, oh, yeah. just I just want to get my two main bikes like cleaned up. Um, I gotta fix a subframe on my. On my fast bike because I broke that. I'll probably just sell out and get an MLM subframe because I'm lazy like that. Finish my baker's bike. 
get my Vespas going and maybe tear in that 83 I bought last spring. I've got an 83 sit, 83 Hobbit sitting in my basement that's just there. I, I honestly forgot yeah. about it for like a month. <laughs> like it's in the, I have too big for me. I have grand, like I'm sure other people have bigger houses, but like I have roughly like a 2,500 square foot house, like Rambler. Damn. Well, it's, you know, like 1,500 okay, up. Well, it's Minnesota. It's a Minnesota house. It's like oh, okay, okay, right around thirteen, fourteen hundred upstairs, thirteen, fourteen hundred downstairs. It's too much for me, but you yeah. know, it's I like it having it a house. Oh yeah, I mean, I just forget about shit half the time that it's still there. Like, Perfect. don't put mopeds in the storage room because you'll forget about them. Um, <laughs> must be so nice. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, oh my god, these mopeds! I'm starting to stack them on top of each other. It's, you know, I forgot. I just remember I'm, my memory's getting shorter and shorter. Um, I was joking with somebody that I'll, if they showed up to Minnesota, I'd give them a Hobbit roller that's in the back behind my oh, yeah. um, garage. I just wanted the cases for it and I bought it for 50 bucks. Oh, there you go. Shit. Yeah. So that's all there. Well, I'll just come out to Minnesota and then I'll just, yeah, dude, use, if, use the frame as my uh, carry on or something. Yeah. If anybody wants a, I think you might need a subframe, but I will even let you have, if you, anybody out of state, Iowa doesn't count. Wisconsin doesn't (laughs) count. The codas don't count. Okay. Marie, you don't count either. Um, Anybody out of state comes and visits me. You can have a Hobbit roller. I'm never going to do anything with it. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know if you'll get a gas tank or not, but you'll get a frame at least. (laughs) Whatever. Who needs a gas tank? Use a water bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on, Randy. Uh, we'll chit chat a little bit afterwards, but I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. And don't forget, my guy, mopeds are dumb. Hell yeah, they are. All right, my guy. Talk to you. Bye. Later.